This is a podcast. So here's who I'm hating this week. And it's sad because it's someone I feel like when we were younger, well, there's one in particular that we really liked. Yard duties. No. Uh, Who's a yard dude that we really liked? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, The way she held that clipboard and scolded us. Who? Some, someone. Think of someone when we were in high school. In high school. Someone who was perpetually very tan. Math teachers. This is my No, no, no. And we would see her at at her place of business and uh, look forward to it each time. Oh, Bel Air? (laughs) Yeah. What's her name? Stacy. Stacy, yeah. Uh, Bel Air Checker. That's mm. the person I hate this week, and here's why. I don't know if the Bel Air by your house. Well, I assume it's. Okay. I mean, that's the only one I go to, but I don't know if it's all of them or just here. But they made they do this thing now where they're they're asking you like, "How's your day going? What's your plans tonight? Like, what's going on?" Mm. Um, and I feel like I have to prepare. I, I feel like I have to have something prepared. Not like I'm going to go home and put on sweatpants and eat this bag of chips, you know? And it's just too much pressure. And so now I like go to the self checkout if I don't have that mm. much stuff. But when I got like a full basket and you can't do that, I dread it. I dread going to the checkout because of the banter. I have a solution for you. What? Just you make things up. Make up something that's like super either despondent or like illicit. Like I'm gonna go home and uh, cook up some meth, and oh, then yeah. s- go to the local elementary school and sell it to some kids, oh. and just like try to do that straight face and see what kind of responses you get. Yeah, I don't know if I can go there. <laughs> I mean, I, I go there, I'm going to go there like two days later and see these like, people again. I'm leaving you know? here and going and buying a bunch of porn, I thought and I then I'm going to take it home and beat yeah, off. Outland, well, Do you want to keep asking me what I'm doing? Like, Not far from the truth. <laughs> I thought point. I should go outlandish. Like, oh, I'm fixing dinner for the Prime Minister of Belgium tonight. Ooh, I like know? that too. Like, they're yeah. like, oh, you're buying ground turkey and a bell pepper? Like, he's not going to be impressed. <laughs> well, yeah. They don't have a lot of ground turkey in Belgium, so... yeah. He will be impressed. It's all. it's just too much. Like, I, I'm fine with the generalities, you know, small talky things, but it's always, it's never like, how are you, or nice weather we're having. It's like, so, what, what do you got going on tonight? And it's like, I don't, you know, I don't have anything going on. If I had something going on tonight, I wouldn't be here buying groceries, you know. Why do you think they do that? To be more personable or something. I mean. Do you think there are lonely people that go there that appreciate that? Well, how how could they? What does a lonely person have going on tonight? Just right. sit at home and hope I don't die and the cats don't but eat my I'm face. I'm imagining like some lonely person going there and them saying, "Oh, what do you got going on tonight? Nothing. Is are you doing something? I'll hang out with you. Like, <laughs> yeah, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> Turn it back on them. Exactly. I got no plans. What time you get uh-huh. off? <laughs> well, what if they like keep going with it? Like, oh, I'll get off at six. Let's It'll be like out. that thing you were talking about at the taco place. Like, yeah. keep you know the Hamptons thing. Like, let's see how far we can take this. Yeah. Mexican standoff. Yeah. I don't want to... I don't want to... I can't deal with all that pressure. I would rather go in, like, ten times in a row, only getting three things at a time using the self-checkout, than go and fill Why can't... Is there a limit of things at the self-checkout? Well, I mean, you know the things, right? The little machines where you scan your own yeah. stuff. I, would, I wouldn't I would take, like, a full... I think that's for, like, the hand basket. I wouldn't take, like, a full basket. I don't know. I basket. think... I, I've taken a basket. Well, then you just look super antisocial. Which uh, I am. <laughs> if the shoe fits, like... But I don't want to Wait, wait, that you're... Way. Really? You care if people think that you look antisocial? I, you know, I'm a mystery even to me. You are. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand either. It just, you know... I would think you could care less about what people think. 
about your appearance. I know. Based on the, what you're wearing today, obviously. Aww. Well, <laughs> I have a new baby at home. <laughs> oh, there you go. Showers are few and far between. Yeah. Actually. Not much has changed. Yeah, no. Anyways. Bill Air Checkers, just, just the facts, man. Okay. Stick to the business. Okay. Maybe you can pretend that you're mute. No, just hand a little piece of paper like the guys in the subway. Yeah. That'd be good, maybe. They're making a discount. Try it. Five cents off because I brought my own bag. <laughs> Thanks. Did they do that? Yeah. Five cents off. Mm-hmm. Per item or just total? No. Total. Per bag you bring, I guess. If you bring your own like canvas grocery bags in, you know? What's the point at that? At that I five guess it's cents, just like... like it's more work than anything else. It's like, just like you're getting something or we're acknowledging you brought your own bags. Uh, yeah, it's, well, what if I just brought a stack of like a thousand canvas bags and bought a, you know, carton of eggs them. and it was, you know, they owed me $8 or something. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I guess those, the amount that you spent on the huge amount of canvas bags would eventually pay for themselves, right? Yeah. Every time you go in, you bring all those canvas bags. Mm-hmm. And how we might have a little long con I? going. Here. Yeah, <laughs> we have to be very patient. Um, I can't do that, so I guess that's out. Okay, I have something very serious to talk about today. Okay, and then less serious stuff, and then something frivolous. Yes, um, racism. Yay! Oh, I mean, yeah, that's horrible. Um, and soccer. Hmm. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you about a situation that you probably don't know a lot about unless you've been following my Twitter feeds, my Twitter feed, and... Uh, you mean the one that you write? Yes. I guess well, that's not my Twitter feed, is I it? follow you, but I don't read it very much. Yeah. Because it's mostly about soccer? No, I mean, because I, I don't see it. It doesn't pop oh. up very much. Well, I don't tweet all that often. Okay. Um, okay, so... I'm sure I've mentioned him prior on this podcast. We have a player on our team named Luis Suarez. Yes. On Liverpool. And he is a great player, and I'm in, I enjoy watching him play. Um, he is someone who draws a lot of attention, both positive and negative. So he's someone who I like first... Like Kobe Bryant of soccer. Well, 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 I'll let you make that okay. judgment later, you know. Uh, maybe. Um, anyway, so he he first kind of came to my attention during the World Cup, and he was the one who famously um, made that handball. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Vaguely. So it was like extra time, I think, and um, his team was, I think they were tied, and another guy shot the ball, and he like stuck out his hand and hit it away from the from the net. Which, one, saved the goal going in, which was his primary thing. But it caused him to get a penalty shot, and he got a red card, so he was out the rest of the game. Mm. But what then happened is they were playing against Ghana. This is Uruguay, Ghana. The Ghanaian guy took the penalty kick and missed it. And so they ended up going into extra time and ended up winning because he did this thing. Right, right, right. And so people were like, oh, it's terrible. I thought it was brilliant. Um, He played for a uh, Dutch team called Ajax. Just spelled Ajax. Oh. And he got a ban or suspension for a few games for biting an opposing player. <laughs> he sounds like a delight. He is a delight. Um, he also has kind of a rat-like appearance a little bit. He kind of looks like a cross between um, Schmidt in New Girl, if you've seen that. No. And Anne Hathaway. Okay. 
So anyway, um, what he is now in hot water for is using a race, supposedly using a, uh, a racist term during a match. They were playing against their rivals, Manchester United, who I hate with the heat of a thousand suns. And, um, and in such a short time. Yes, indeed. <laughs> in two it's, years of soccer. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I always, I, I, I always kind of was against Manchester United. They were always like the Yankees of mm. soccer. Even when I didn't have a team to support, I was always like, ah, Manchester United. But now that I became a Liverpool fan who, you know, hates them, it, it's even better. Anyway, so during the match, um, a defender for Manchester United, Patrice Evra, his name is Patrice, which tells you all you need to know. Right. Um, like, was made a big stink about it afterwards and, and claimed that um, Suarez used this racial epithet multiple times, despite the fact that the cameras never picked it up, none of the other players, none of his teammates, none of the referees ever heard it. Okay? So, Suarez actually admits to using the term. Oh. Okay? And it, what, is it the N-word? He, or? Well, it's a form of the N-word. Okay. The term is Negrito. Okay. N-E-G-R-I-T-O. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, which, if you translate it literally, means, like, little black guy. Right. Right? Um, he is from Uruguay, mm-hmm. and I've talked, uh, and read, I actually talked to, um, Natalia, Gabe's wife, because she, her family's from Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a racist term. It's like a term of endearment. Like, like you know, homie or something like that. Yeah. It's like, um, and there's all this, there's all this hubbub about it. And he's supposedly going to be suspended for eight games for using this term. There was a panel of three white dudes who represent the football association that have put forward this ban for him. One of those guys used to be an executive for Manchester United, hmm. which seems a little bit like a conflict of interest. Right. And, so he's supposedly getting this ban for this for all these games for using this term. Now, another interesting thing is there's a player for Chelsea, an English player, John Terry, who's like super scum of the earth. Like he makes Kobe Bryant and Ben Roethlisberger look like Mother Teresa. He has slept with his teammates' wives. Huh. Um, <laughs> he's and, and there's actually a video of him, like there's actual video of him using racist terms to black players earlier this season. Nice. And yet, so far, he The English hasn't... are such gentlemen. Seriously. You know, when I first started watching soccer, there were all these things about, like, kick racism out and all this stuff. And I'm like, is that really... Is racism really a problem? And... Well, I've heard the thing about fans throwing bananas yeah. at a black guy or it's something. It's kind of crazy, like, that that, yeah. that is still something... Europeans aren't so evolved. Yeah, apparently. You would think with... I don't know. I would think with them being all so close together that they would... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a, a well, lot I of countries like, ba- like got rid of slavery and things like that long before we did. Right. I feel like the world, or at least maybe Americans, think America's, you know, has owns the patent on on being racist, and I don't think it's true. Yeah. But here's the thing I was thinking of, and I, I, this is the best one I've come up with um, in terms of a comparison for American sports. Say there's an English player, British player, who comes over and plays. I don't know, basketball, which okay. is like the most un- unlikely thing ever. Right. <laughs> but he comes over and in a post-game interview, he uses the term fags. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my mom calling me. Hey, mom. Um, I forgot to turn off. 
mean cigarettes or do you mean homosexuals? Yeah, to mean cigarettes. And somehow it's taken out of context and he's all of a sudden suspended for all these games. Like, that would never happen. Right. And, well... Would it never happen, though? I don't think it would ever happen. I feel like sometimes, you know, Glad and whoever are kind of quick to jump on things and make a big story of it, you know. Okay. But people would be clear about the intent behind it. Right. Right? Right. And what's the worst that would happen to him? I would say the worst thing is he would make a public apology and say, sorry if I offended anybody with the use of this term. It was not intentional, yada, yada, yada. We move on. Right? Here's Maybe a six-figure donation. Right. At the worst, yeah. you make some donation to some charity right. you know, that's involved with that. So that's why this whole thing that's going on. And, and obviously part of it is because it's a player that I like on my team, and it's a player that's really important to my team. But I think just in general, it's, it really seems odd that this would be, even be something that would be present. Like, like the, the racism... One and the fact that the the league is stepping in and and doing it just seems strange. I wonder why if there was no video to corroborate or no people like yeah I heard him saying that why would then he admit like yeah I, I, I called well him why that would you whatever. think he would do that because he didn't think it was a big deal exactly yeah here's another piece of evidence his grandfather is black he's a quarter black yeah how I mean I I just look at all the facts lined up and I don't understand how it's possible. And, you know, in, in American That's sports... That's not racist at all, then. Well, I mean, I guess he's only a quarter, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, when I look at the facts, it doesn't make sense. And like, if a gay person calls someone a fag, they're not going to get in trouble for it. Because <laughs> they themselves are gay. Okay. I think that's probably true. No, it's true. They're gay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, nah, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, it, just, it, it just doesn't make sense to me in terms of... Of how this organization or group of people or whatever it is steps in and and just makes this claim. And, and here's what else I think is interesting. that He is um, appealing it. But apparently, as part of the appeals process, if he loses the appeal, he would get more games added on. Isn't that strange? No, that's kind of cool, actually. Like it's taking a gamble? Yeah. I mean, I wish that there was more things like that, you know, for American non-soccer sports? players. Yeah. Not just for sports. I mean, for... You know, if you contest a, a speeding ticket and you win, like, the county gives you $400 or something, you know, and if you lose, you have to pay 800 You know, It would probably, it'd probably mini, you know, diminish the amount of appeals in that case. Right. And then and that way you're not clogging up the That's system true. with unnecessary things. You know, people have no, you know. I mean, every time I get a parking ticket, I usually write a letter because what does it cost? A stamp to be right. like, whoa, this... the the meter was broken or something, you know, and either they say, well, every time they say, you know, we can't, we can't support that. Like, go ahead and pay. But you know, it costs 44 cents to, to delay it and who cares? But Hmm. if there was a thing where like, if you appeal and your appeal is rejected, the fine doubles, then I would just pay it probably. Right. See? Interesting. I'm a gambler. You are a gambler. If they somehow worked... But you're not a gambler, because if it was a gamble, it's not really a gamble in this case. Like, the odds aren't in your favor. I mean... Well, it's a gamble where you can't bluff, is the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not like in poker, you could just, you know, go all in and you've got nothing. And here, you really have to believe in yourself, you know, in your case. And then, then, like I said, you're not wasting the the system's time. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I... I, It just feels like such injustice to me that, that... People were saying that, you know, if if Suarez gets eight-game suspension, 
that John Terry should be suspended for like two years, like in terms of right. Yeah, is it just like apparently he's he's he might possibly serve jail time, not Suarez but Terry, which is crazy. You can for what for sleeping around? Oh, I think it's the racial stuff. But jail time? Yeah, I know it seems weird. Doesn't it must even have a First Amendment. <laughs> it must really be a That's problem. That's why we there. left. Yeah, That's okay. why we split. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think they just want? Are they just looking to make headlines and like this guy is sort of a controversial player anyway? And let's. let's I chalk up some of it to well you know. because Terry hasn't like gotten any kind of suspension yet or anything like that. I chalk some of it up to xenophobia. I think that mm. that people don't like Suarez because, uh, as you know, it's like racist itself, essentially. Like, right. they don't like him because he's who's, not, he doesn't represent their country. Who would you say is, like, the nicest guy in American sports? Like Steve Nash or someone? He's Canadian. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> the nicest guy? I don't know. I've heard, like, uh, oh, how about Tim Tebow? Well, there you go. So, what if someone, what if someone's like, you know, some girl's like Tim Tebow fingered me in a bar restroom, and people be like, "Yeah, right." But someone says about Roethlisberger, or you know, yeah, some true. hotel maid says that's Kobe true. Bryant raped me, and it's like, oh, scandal but, and press. But that's the thing and, is, John Terry is like Roethlisberger. I mean, he does have this long list. And the other thing I read is that uh, apparently this Evra guy for Manchester United has done this before, where he's made claims of racism against him. And it's been thrown out because it was unfounded. Right. Hello. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's going on in that uh, in that little island over there. But he's the boy that he's the Negrito who cried racist. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine. Right. I'm gonna be off like eight podcasts now. <laughs> That's all right. I'll carry him <laughs> as you always do. I think that was a great way to end that little segment. All right. With your Negrito who cried wolf or whatever cried racist. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a small little game that we're going to play. It's called Best and Worst. Oh. I don't know how I came up with this, but... You come up with some good games. I think... Um, like Roommate, Best Man, Boss, yeah. Pick Your Poison. Yeah. You come up with these good games. Um, we've got two things that are the best, two things that are the worst. I think the, the, the first one is the one I came up with, just because I saw a couple of these people on TV, and I was like, gosh, these people are the worst. So my first question is, who is the worst? Mm-hmm. And I have three people. Okay. You, you can kind of figure out for yourself the category of them. Who is the worst? Chelsea Handler. Uh-huh. Dane Cook. <laughs> Andy Dick. Mm. Who is the worst of those three? Well, I'm going to cross off Andy Dick. Really? Well, I... He, I would have guessed that that would have been the number one pick. He he used to be on uh, Adam Corolla frequently, and initially I was like, oh, God, he's a train wreck. I don't want to hear him, but he's pretty good. In what way is he good? He's just a good, I don't know, person to interview or... It wasn't he doesn't like, just talk about, like, how he gargles semen all the time? No, and Does no. drugs? He and... was very, like, normal sounding, really? which I expected. See, I've never like, heard him sound normal. He's always been, like, spaz. I expected this. I was having a, nastic. you know, gay fivesome and doing lots of blow and stuff <laughs> and be like, okay, what do I want to hear this for? I, no. I'm really glad that, like, if you think about... When anyone thinks of Andy Dick, they think of gay stuff and drugs. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? And possibly killing Chris Farley. <laughs> okay. Right? I heard that There's something, like, John Lovitz, or there's someone who's, like, in some few, you know... Like, intentionally? No, but, like, he was there, like, was oh, let's go player. party, and then, you know... He was the, uh, Christopher Walken to, to the... To the Robert Wagner? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna cross Andy Dick off the list. He's okay. not the worst. <sighs> Dane Cook, I have to admit, early on, I thought it was kind of funny. 
Um, but then he just kind of dropped off the radar. I think mm-hmm. Chelsea Handler might be the worst. Because I've tried to watch her show when I've heard someone I like is going to be on it. And it's just horrible. Yeah. It is just... I mean, at least... From from what I know, Dane Cook was like a stand-up and then made some shitty movies and now kind of doesn't do anything. He or... was in one movie where he wasn't terrible and it's because he wasn't trying to be funny. He was like mm. the, a brother in uh, Dan in Real Life. In the movie with it. Steve Carell. Yeah, I remember. remember. Um, it's actually a pretty decent movie. He was like Steve Carell's brother and uh, Steve Carell like meets this girl and like is really into her and then he finds out that that's Dane Cook's girlfriend. It's always like that. There's the conflict there, right. or whatever. Um, it's Chelsea Handler. There's nothing. I can't think of anything redeeming about her. My only argument that I would say maybe not Chelsea Handler is because she, <laughs> this is going to sound very sexist, so racist. Because she has boobs. Well, because she's a woman, yeah. and therefore she is less funny. Like, but no one has default. told her that yet. That's the problem. People, I, have been I feel like girls she think she's funny. funny. Maybe more than guys. But she she's kind of a dude. I mean, is, isn't she? I don't know. I thought her whole thing was like, yeah, I like to drink a lot and I'm a whore and ha ha ha. And, yeah. you know. I don't know. Who Who is that supposed to appeal to? Girls that drink a lot and are whores? Perhaps. Guys that are into that? Perhaps. Guys that are willing to overlook her unfunniness because she's... I just, I don't get her like, I don't think thing. she's super attractive either. Like, no, I think she's, she's supposed not. to be attractive. She looks, I think she looks older than she is. Do you know how old... Would you, what would you no, guess she is? I guess mid-30s? Because I'd say she looks early 40s. She has kind yeah. of that Reno cocktail waitress. Mm. Like, it's been a hard... You know, it's, she's 24, but it's been a rough 24 <laughs> yeah. years, you know? Huh. There's And there's just nothing redeeming. Like, I remember thinking, oh, maybe this is, you know, like a more uh, entertainment-based daily show type thing. And it's just her, and she's got a little round table of, you know... Hollywood hairdressers or something and they just sit there and cat and bitch at each other and and it just wasn't funny at all. She is 36. Yeah, she looks like 43. (laughs) Um, Which you think someone who's surrounded with all these gays they would give her more like mm. makeup and fashion advice but yeah, I think I think the key with all three of these is that they're they're very like in your face. Yeah. And I don't think any of them is as funny as they think they are. Yeah. But I, I do think she's the worst. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now we'll go to best. Okay. Um, this has three options again. Mm-hmm. Best teenage, teen coming of age movie. Ooh, okay. Can you guess the ones that I'm going to say? I, I was thinking TV show initially, and I, but I could have guessed. But movie... Um, no, I can't. Two guess. of them are around the same time. Ferris Bueller. No. Okay. I bet they're more modern. American Pie. Oh, okay. Good one. Can't hardly wait. Mm-hmm. Stand by me. Mm. Kind of different than the other two. Not. not as yeah, and I guess. haven't seen it as much, or as I think I saw it once, and you know, mm. so it's probably twenty not years win. ago. So it's probably <laughs> not going to win. Interesting note: two of them have Jerry O'Connell. Yes. <laughs> he has a cameo in uh, Can't Hardly Wait. I think I would pick Can't Hardly Wait because it's more like lots of stories together versus American Pie is all kind of like the four friends, you know, on the same story. I feel like they came out. Plus Jennifer Love Hewitt. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, way better than Tara Reid or, yeah, yeah. I feel like they 
came out within a couple of years of each other. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I feel like American Pie was much more famous. Yes. Like, got better ratings or got better, you know, better box office stuff. It, it spawned the sequels or whatnot. Right. But I think... It gave us Eugene Levy. (laughs) You can have him back. Um, I think Can't Hardly Wait has stood up better over time. I agree with that, too. Um, Because every time I watch it, I just love it. Yeah. It's a a pretty solid movie. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a bunch of cliches thrown together. Right. but, But it's really well done. And it has some people in it that have gone on to some stardom. Yeah. Um... I think the interesting thing about American Pie is you could argue that the person who has gone on... Who do you think has gone on to the most success out of anyone in American Pie? Eugene Levy? No. Stifler? I, I wouldn't say that either. Now, this person had a little bit of fame before American Pie. I don't know. Allison Hannigan. The Bandcamp girl. Mm, right, but she's... I mean, she was on Buffy, the Vampire She's Slayer, in right? How I Met Your Mother, which is a super popular show. Is she one of the main characters? Yeah. Because whenever I see the ads for it, I never see her. She's married to Jason Siegel. Oh. Yeah. She's pretty good in it, too. Yeah. I like her. I don't know if I'd say she's the most done the well, best. Well, it's not. I mean... Jennifer Coolidge? <laughs> I don't know why I keep going to the old people. <laughs> the old people of the Christopher Guest movies. Uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar? Yes, it, was, it would be him. Um... Both of them have that same weird, awkward acne kid. Mm-hmm. In one, he's the Shermanator. Right. And in the other one, he's the kid who steals stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. I think at the time, if you ask me when they when they both first came out, I'd say I liked American Pie better. But I think I, think so I was a, you know, 18-year-old male or whatever. But I think looking back, I'd say Can't Hardly Wait holds up better, like you said. I would like to watch it. I think it's funny that... Um, the Mike Dexter character in, mm-hmm. in Can't Hardly Wait is now, like, the dad w- vampire in the Twilight movies. Is he? <laughs> he's, yeah, he I plays don't... the... And he's married to Jenny Garth, so... Right. Peter Facinelli. Right. Yeah. Um, Are they still married? Probably. She told me she was leaving him. <laughs> and joining a cult? <laughs> yeah. The wheelchair guy. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely would say Can't Hardly Wait. I think... Uh, Stand by Me loses points for having Will Wheaton as yeah. main character. Oh, wow. Okay. You know. And I th- they were way younger, too. Like, American Pie and Can't Really Wait are high school coming of That's age. true. They were like toddlers walking on railroad tracks <laughs> yeah, or something. That's what they were. Um, this had a little more... This next one um, is another best. It had a little more relevance a couple weeks ago when I wrote it. But that's cool. Okay. Best Death for America. Ah, Bin Laden, mm-hmm. Gaddafi, Kim Jong Il. Well, it's it's got to be uh, Bin Laden, right? Because Gaddafi was, you know, bad. I think that's probably the. And so is Kim Jong Il, but I don't think did we ever link like actual attacks on America to either of them? Well, I think the thing with Kim Jong Il was the like impending fear of potential nuclear Right, whatever. but I would say that his death doesn't lessen that fear any, right? I mean, maybe he was crazy and maybe someone more moderate will take his place, but maybe someone more hawkish will take his place and they still have those weapons pointed at us. My favorite thing about his death was um, on Twitter, the people that um, 
who thought like myself, one of their first thoughts was, what does this do to Avery Jessup? Because if you remember in 30 Rock, Kim Jong-il oh, right. uh, kidnapped yeah. uh, Jack Donaghy's wife, Avery. Right. Um, Hopefully they'll have some plot where like she poisoned She actually like, tweeted stuff about it on, on Twitter. Like, really? Uh, about how many people said something. She should, they should do the first scene in the new season... And she's like Princess Leia when she was a job at the Hutt's place, and she takes the big like chain and wraps it around Kim Jong Il and chokes him, and his tongue falls out or something. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I think that might upset the North Koreans a little bit, but they like, don't watch like they watch Thirty Rock. <laughs> They're big Whitney fans. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, it's got to be Bin Laden. Means I would say means the most to America. I don't think the death of any of those three means like. We're safer now, but I think the no? Bin Laden one's most symbolic. I mean, I, I wouldn't say any of them mean we're safe, but I think they might mean we're safer. I think for both Bin Laden and Kim Jong Il. Yeah, I don't know. I think I heard they might just like not do airport security anymore. What? Wow! <laughs> Finally, I don't have to keister my four ounces of shampoo. Exactly. Just walk right through. Well, they won't have scanning. They'll just like shoot people that they think look suspicious. Oh, and good. that's it. That's how it always should have been. Fine with me. Um, I saw a thing on TV the other day for, and now being on my paternity leave, I see some daytime TV that I otherwise wouldn't have. It was an ad for a, uh, SEAL Team 6 commemorative gold coin. And it was like this, you know, coin with like Marines or something on it or whatever. And, but like, and like a red dot on his head. (laughs) And I think on the back was like a picture of the twin towers and some quote or something. And it was like. You know, commemorate the, the these brave men and their mission, and and like, if you call now, we throw in this like mission briefing packet with maps and like descriptions of all that happened. And I was like, okay, first, uh, the Franklin Mint or whoever should not have access to real you know military documents. So this is right. probably all just like bullshit. You yeah. know, guys in camouflage. They just took it from guns, a Call of Duty game. Landed in a helicopter. Yeah, exactly. And and be and it comes with a. Comes with a holder for the coin with a ribbon so you can hang it on your Christmas tree so that you can like always remember the feats of, of SEAL Team Six. I think it's good that we caught bin Laden in terms of this whole war on terror for the last ten years and whatnot, but it's not something I would ever feel the need to commemorate, and I really question who does. And like in the ad they show a grandpa and his like grandson, and they're like looking at the coin all impressed and stuff. <laughs> It's just so odd. It, it, well, I, it actually upsets me that people try to make money off of that. Yeah. You know, like any possible thing they use as an opportunity to make money. There, a couple years ago, I saw an ad for a special uh, $20 bill that was issued that, to commemorate 9-11. And they made a big point of showing, instead of in the corner it's saying 20 in one corner it says 9, and the other corner it says 11, which add adds up to, up 20. to 20. And it's, it's like, you know, this display case, and we will never forget, and all this stuff. And it's like, who is in the market for these commemorative currency pieces? Elderly people? I suppose. And then I they feel c- like elderly people, I feel like as you get older, you get more pacifist, though. People in the middle of the country? <laughs> yeah. I got a thing. People in the flyover states? People who live on a military base? I've got to get me that sealed Team 6 coin. I don't, I don't know. It was just so odd. We're out of touch with much of America, I guess. We are. I guess we're not earning any Nebraska listeners on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. All right, last one. Uh, worst thing to get in the mail. Okay. AIDS. <laughs> we're not worst thing to get from a mail. Oh. Um, red light camera ticket. Mm-hmm. 
Has that ever happened to you? Nope. Yeah. Happened to my brother though. Oh, nice. It was the one where you take 16th off the freeway. Uh huh. Down by where that AMPM is. Uh, subpoena for long-term high-profile court case. Subpoena, like not or jury duty, or subpoena, like you are a witness. You wrote this, right? I did write. It. <laughs> You're like trying to question. Subpoena. Okay. But you're gonna have to be there for a while. Okay, but not as a jerk, like as a witness. participant. Your key yeah. witness. Yeah. Okay. Child support demand from long lost girlfriend. <laughs> well, that one's near and dear to my heart uh, <laughs> for my twelve year career in child support. Um, worst to get in the mail. I it, I might say the child support just because it has the long term, uh, you know, effects. And also, if the kid's, like, older and you haven't been paying for years and they've, like, tracked mm. you down finally, there's going to be significant interest penalties. And and they, like, garnish your wages. Let me ask you things. this. Let's say that you had a kid unbeknownst to you. I did. Oh. Yes. Okay. And now you, this person tracks you down. They're like, oh, you have a 15-year-old kid. Right. Are you responsible for paying all that child support, even if they didn't tell you until now? No, not unless the order was established okay. prior. Because I was going to say, that'd be some... That's like... But they can... I think they can calculate... So I don't think it would have interest, but they can calculate, like, over the last 15 years, you know, you should have paid X amount. But... I mean... Yeah. Not like I'm worried about it or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, like, you know, if if they didn't tell you, they can't be like, oh... You know, like the girl's waiting and waiting all these years, and she's like, you know, now the kid's getting old enough for college. I wasn't going to tell him, but I could sure use some help paying for his college. I'm going to go track his dad down. I think they can. Really? If it's proven, you know, if you do DNA testing, when it's proven you're the father, you are liable for those expenses or your share of those expenses. But, But couldn't you just be like, well, she said, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's, I feel like it's some sort of entrapment. Should have pulled out. Guess that's a, that's a way. But, but could you be like, I'm going to counter sue you for never telling me about this and all these lost years of enjoyment with my child uh, that I could have had. You could, like you could I, try. I, I, <laughs> I you know I would have loved to see my own kid grow up, but you robbed me of that experience. Right. You could try counter suit. <laughs> you could try. You would need a very good lawyer, or you just need a really like believable face or something. That's true. A sympathetic judge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. You're, that's definitely the right answer, though. Is... Yeah, because the red light thing is, like, bad. You know, you pay the fine and whatnot. The subpoena is bad, but... They're both short-term fixes Yeah, a long... A, a trial... The long trial would be six months or something. But the child support is, like... Worst case, you're on the hook for 18 years. Right. Well, plus, you... I mean... We're both married, so, like, this would definitely not be a cool... Oh, yeah, part. plus all the emotional and whatnot, you know, right. upsets your family life. Right. I'm just purely thinking finances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so this one, this podcast will go out January 1st? Yes. Oh, our first podcast of the oh, new year. 2012. Hopefully the world won't have ended by then. Do you know when in 2012 it's supposed to end according to the stupid Mayan calendar thing? I don't. Maybe December? Maybe just Oh, maybe December 12th. Molly's birthday. 12-12-12? Mm. Yeah. She was born on 12-12-12? She was born on 12-12-11. 12-12-11. So right. next year will be her birthday. Yeah. yeah. 
Her birthday, one word, not her birthday, right. two words. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. No, I don't know. Maybe well, we should ask another, John Cusack. It gives us another year to podcast, then. Yeah. Before we uh, all die. Yeah. That'll be, this, what a way to go. Okay. <laughs> this is the best. Okay. And the worst. And the worst. It yeah. is the best. Worst. All right. Well, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Should forgot and did.